Welcome back to the Jake and Bauer Show. It's a Monday, which means it's time to talk Minnesota Twins. And here to talk Twinkies with us, the voice of the Minnesota Twins, Chris Atterbury. What is going on? Well, I mean, I don't know if you read the whiteboard. It's a new season. It actually, the first 81 didn't count. We oh, uh, oh. We, started, we started the season in Baltimore. Just a warm-up. It was just a warm-up, right, Chris? Yep. Yeah. And we're almost 50-50 now, so that's a good start. Yeah, so we're two and one. So we got, I mean, we've won twice as much as we've lost. I mean, if you want to play anybody right now, it's got to be the Royals. <laughs> oh, man. Are we missing that 19 game imbalance schedule or what? Right. Uh, so, yeah, no, I don't know, man. I, I was, uh, I thought Rocco's finest moment probably as a Twins manager after Atlanta, when instead of saying, hey, we played him close, we got the time run up, the pitching was good. He just unloaded and was like, nope, not having it, not good. We're going to reevaluate how we do things, how our process works. And you guys know this is an organization that's very tight-lipped about any negativity, right? Like mm-hmm. from, from, from Derek on down through the staff, they're like, nope, we have a process. Behind closed doors, we're working through our process. And everything's process, process, process. And, and Rocco finally was just like, you know what? Maybe, uh, maybe we need to work on a different process. And I thought it was great. And he didn't attack anyone. He didn't blame anyone. He just said, we need to think about doing things differently. And then you could just see a different energy in Baltimore. I mean, it was, I know the hits and the runs didn't come the next couple of days, but but Carlos had great at bats. Byron had great at bats. And, you know, Byron said it before, and he said it in previous years, some people don't want all the information. Like some people, and by some people, I mean Byron, yeah. are so ridiculously skilled that to try to take your information that you as a less skilled human, a mortal, uh, have discerned <laughs> as the best way to hit this uh, spinning, hard-thrown baseball, maybe just maybe that's not what he needs. He just needs to be him uh, because he has a gift that we don't have, so just stay out of his way and let him do his thing. And and I think we saw that. Byron had great at-bats for three straight days. So um, wow. I, I thought Rocco handled it beautifully. I really did. It was at a, a point where he could have just – let it slide until we got to the all-star break and done it all behind closed doors. And you can even hear his voice when he said on the air, he goes, boy, that makes me feel better just to say it out loud. Uh, you could hear a change in his voice. And so, yeah, kudos to uh, kudos to Rock. And I, I, I'm excited to see if we can now move forward with some different processes and get a little more consistent and a little more uh, nimble, agile in terms of being able to make adjustments and not be – so wedded to uh, our plan and our information, which too often just wasn't the right plan. Yeah. Well, I also thought it was a good idea when Rocco threatened them by saying, look, if I can't get you to change, I'm bringing ESPN in here to fire people. Wow. <laughs> yeah. How about that? That was, uh, wow. that was a lot. Uh, that was a lot of uh, bloodletting there. But you know what's funny is, uh, and we had some people that, that we were, oh my gosh, these poor people. I'm like, I started going through the list and I'm like, this guy's worth $50 billion. Right? It's yeah. like, you know, I don't think Steve Young's going to miss the monthly benefit check. No, I think he's probably okay. So <laughs> wasn't the uh, guy uh, stocking in the back of Walmart just got let go. Right. Yeah. You know what? It's the guys, the guys that got let go in the ESPN thing that kill me are um, so many of the, the crew, right? Yeah. The guys, that, the people who don't go to makeup and then sit in front of the camera. Those are the ones who make the engine go, mm-hmm. and they're the ones who don't have a, a Hall of Fame athletic career full of uh, bountiful rewards right. to fall back on. So right. those are the pension. Ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and honestly, they're the ones who, as viewers, just the selfish, how does it affect me, which is how our world now works, 
they're the ones who are going to affect us more because they're the ones who make it work. Right. You know, you can throw another pretty face up on the screen. Um, and they do, right? ESPN sure. has certainly not uh, ever been real uh, diligent about making sure they're talented. And so they, it's the crew people that I, you know, scaling back there where some corporate person doesn't understand how important that element is to the broadcast working. Those are the people that we're all going to really, really miss. Well, and I think it's, I mean, you can only, you know, tighten the belt so much now having Buck and Aikman wearing GoPros on their face during the studio <laughs> visit. I think that's maybe a little too, but, but how funny is it, right? That they're talking <laughs> about how they need to be austere when, we went from like growing up, it was like the NFL today had like four people on it. And now it's like, right? we need 78 people in suits right. that were traveling everywhere and 16 sets that we put up everywhere. Like, really? Do you? Because I don't think you'd probably do. So no, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think if you couldn't see that need for, for cutting back, I mean, that's one you could do the cutbacks with a chainsaw, not a scalpel. I mean, there were some pretty obvious bloated redundancies there. Well, and it's interesting because, of course, we're in between sports when it comes to football hasn't quite started yet. Uh, basketball's over. Hockey just ended. They haven't touched baseball. Well, I mean, what do they have to touch? They don't have. They a got lot of twenty baseball. more that they're going to be cutting here soon. <laughs> they they have another. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they, I mean, they baseball, no commentators. Baseball's just trying to. You know, they're. I mean, if the three of us could get together enough change they'd probably agree to start a wednesday game at two in the morning and let us broadcast it on your myspace yeah i mean they're, they're shopping it out all over the place right yeah well in fact it's funny because uh just the other day i was telling bauer if you watch cnbc late at night they're now running like softball games on cnbc yeah on the, the overnight <laughs> you know what people watch softball games that's probably right. a good idea yeah so agreed going forward um minnesota twins we're now on a brand new season Yep, Rocky brand new two and one. Scared the life out of these guys, and uh, they're they're starting to uh, get back up there, and they're going against one of the teams that is uh, it's going to be a mercy um, rule, I think, after ten innings, right? <laughs> I mean, after ten runs, they uh, during when you play the Royals, if you have ten run uh, rule against them, boy, yeah. boy, they are bad, man. Um, <laughs> and, and I don't think anyone saw them being this bad, right? Um, they already traded Araldis, which was probably the pro one of the prizes of the trade deadline. So kudos to them for realizing why would I wait till the actual deadline? Let's make the move now. Um, and, you know, get a couple lottery tickets. They, they've got some talented kids. I mean, Bobby Witt juniors is as talented a guy as there is in the league. He was the number two pick behind Adley Rutschman, who we just saw in Baltimore for three days. So uh, they've got that whole aggressive. This is how we play thing. It used to be like playing the Royals was like playing an option football team. Like you never practiced against it, so you weren't ready for it. You know, they yeah. swung at it, they swung at everything, and the ball's always in play, and they stole bases. And now other teams are doing some of that, and they're just the Royals just aren't very good at it right now. Um, but yet, you know, we, we're six and one against them this year. So if you want to say why are we in first place, uh, you can say it's because of the Royals. Uh, but right. you have to beat them still, right? There yeah. have been years, and I think back just a couple of years ago where we were terrible against like the Royals and the Tigers and we were like 500 against them and, and we lost the division by like a game. Well, so yeah, so go beat them, you know? Yeah. And uh, don't mess around. Don't let them hang around because let's be honest, they've got nothing to play for, but their own careers. And we keep talking about this lately, like baseball is a selfish individual game wrapped up in a selfless team game. Mm -hmm. And if you're a Royal, you're playing for you. 
Yeah, and right. so you know that those teams can be dangerous. And you know, same with Oakland coming out of the break. You know, those guys are are playing to honestly to to get their trade value up so they can get the heck out of Oakland. Uh, but the you know you can run into some dangerous dangerous teams. Yeah, but if you're going to lose Royce Lewis at any time on the DL, uh, this yeah. is it. This is a good time to do it. How sad is that for Royce, man? Oh. This poor guy. <laughs> like. He did nothing wrong except work really, really hard, play really well, get all the way back, stay positive with the two ACLs. And the reward from the baseball gods was like, hey, you know what? We're going to have you take a big swing, try to beat a ball out because you're trying to do the right thing to help your team, and you're going to uh, blow an oblique. Have fun, son. Oh, like, oh, yeah. gosh. And like, in what past life did Royce do something he's paying for? It's, it's like, I love this kid. I love everything about this kid. He can't seem to catch a break. He was uh, he was what's saving grace for my fantasy baseball team. But what? How long are we looking at with an injury for like an oblique strain like this? It, it takes a while longer than I think most people think. Yeah, and I go back. I forget who had the line. It might have been Mike Redman who used the name Oblique Man uh, as his pseudonym <laughs> in hotels um, because he used to say, "I don't know how long it takes because I don't really have one." Yeah, I was gonna say me and Bauer lost our ours back in like I don't know eighteen, nineteen years yeah. old. Yeah, Red used to say that he had love handles. Yeah, he knew I was all about love handle strain. I have strained my love handles a lot. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know, but it's it's a bit right. So good news is you get the All Star break. Um, you know that Royce will do the work. We know that. Well, everybody right? but Sonny gets the break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I bet that changes. You know, in this modern day and age, the All Star game super, it's really changed. Where like even with Sonny, he's going to pitch on Friday, I think. Um, which means he won't be able to probably throw in the all-star game, which means oh. he'll be like, Oh, we need somebody new to take his spot. Mm-hmm. And then maybe it's like a Joe Ryan would be on that, that pool. Right. But then Joe's going to throw Saturday. So then they'd be like, Oh, well, we need somebody who can throw mm-hmm. and maybe, maybe Duran gets in there. So I, I would guess as a, if I were a betting man, um, I would live under a bridge, but I would, uh, <laughs> I would say that Duran and, and Ryan, would be in that pool of players who would be under consideration for any pitcher. And there's usually about half of them who can't actually pitch in the game. All right. So look, we also have uh, this uh, major league baseball points that we've been playing with Chris yeah. here between how, myself. How'd it go this week? Well, so this week, what we're doing is we're take, we pick one team every week and then we kind of roll with that team for the week to see who scores the most points out of the three different teams. One for Chris, one for myself, one for Jake, as it stands right now. At the bottom of the pile, not a shocker to anybody, was Jake and the Nationals Ooh. that he picked coming in with 25 points over the week's oh, time. Oh, no. But he went out on a limb there. He did. Uh, I did. For no good reason, but he went out on a limb. <laughs> you gave him an option to back out of it, but he's like, nope, I'm doing this. I'm sticking with it. Uh, I believe he, I, I believe we knew it was a red flag when he referred to them as the commanders. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And then coming in at second place was me with the Mariners at 32 points. Chris had the Reds with 33 points. So I was just one away from him on that one. But when you look at the overall totals three weeks into this so far, Chris leads the pack with 100 points scored from the three teams that he's picked. Jake comes in. I'm the Wilt Chamberlain of this game. You are the Wilt Chamberlain of this game. Jake came in, comes in at close second with 97, and I'm well behind everybody at 87 (laughs) points. All right, well. Not for lack of trying. Right. You know, 87 was a good year around here. It was a good year. That's true. That is a good point. And I would expect Chris to be towards the top. I mean, he's around this a little more than we are Oh, is that how we're going to go with it now? I see. see, see, That's the angle we're playing, huh? Now, I wonder if we should should take a break here because you're going to have the all-star break. 
And, and, and by the time they get back to playing, it's going to be a shortened week. Do we take a break here and then re-jump start this? How do you want to do this, guys? Um, well, no, let's do I, it. I let's think just do the week. I'll be honest. I think Jake's pick probably has a chance to score as many runs during the All-Star break as they do if they were playing <laughs> four games. Oh, you mean stick with the same one? <laughs> no, I've got a new team I want to use this week. Oh, you do? No, you you got a plan? Let's play. I think we should still play. All right. I yeah. say let's do it. Let's do it. All right. I'm going so, with the Phillies. The Ooh, Phillies. That's actually, I like that call. That was I who a- I was going to go with on this one. Jake got it out there first. So, okay. I, I think the Phillies is a good pick. All right. Well, okay. You go second then if he, he went Phillies. Oh, boy. Rocky Balboa. Mm, yeah. Right. All right. I'm going to go Padres on this one. Padres, huh? The swinging mm. Friars. All right. So, you guys right. both went National League. Yep. Yep. Um, I am going to go to. Uh, and I don't want to like reuse a team that we've already used. Right. You can. Um, you can though, if you want. So I would. I'm going to go. I'll stay National League. I will go with uh, my my least favorite major league team as a kid, the Dodgers. Okay. Oh. That's big a look. Bats, though. They gave yeah. Jake a big win in Week One. Yeah. yeah. Los Los Dodgers. That's All, right. All right. All right. Okay. We're sitting ready to roll then. Very cool. You you have a great next week, and then we will see you two weeks from today. Yeah. Sounds like a plan, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks, Chris. Thank you, Chris. All right, take care. Our thanks to Chris Atterbury for joining us. All-Star Week starts next Monday. And hour number two of the Jacob Bauer Show starts next.